Earlier tonight, Scott Jennings went out of his way to underscore the degree to which the campaign from here on out is all about Iowa. Iowa, he said, is everything. With that in mind, CNN's Gary Tuckman in Nevada, Iowa, with voters who watched the debate. Gary? Anderson, we're 110 days away from the first nominating caucuses here in the state of Iowa, and we have come back to the Hawkeye State to talk to Iowa voters who we watched the debate with. And we're actually in the same county we were in last month, watching that debate, Story County, home of Iowa State University. We have some Iowa State people here because we want to see how their thoughts compare today to how they compared last month. It's nice to be here with you again. Thank you for inviting us. First thing, first thing I'm going to ask you, if you had to write a headline about this debate, what would your headline be? Republicans angry that they agree with each other. Okay, you're talking about the commotion there. Yes? I'd say a really good night for the uh, free marketplace of ideas and the GOP. Yes? Uh, rude Republicans. Rude Republicans. <laughs> Did the commotion, the chaos bother you during the debate? Raise your hand if it bothered you. Raise your hand if it was okay. Okay, you're alone opinion right there. What I want to ask you is this. When we were here last month, I asked the question, who do you think did best? Ramaswamy came in first, Haley came in second, DeSantis came in third last month. This month, who did you pick last month? I picked Haley last you month. You picked Haley last month for your hair. Who did you pick today? DeSantis. Why? I feel like he represented himself well, and he did a lot to show that he is a true winner in the, that he could win a general election. How about you? Who did you pick last month? I picked Haley last month. And this month? Haley as well. How come? Um, I honestly think both Haley and DeSantis had excellent debates, and I think when I, a lot of Iowans are up for grabs right now, and I think DeSantis has long been looked at as the main alternative in the race, and I think the fact that she has strong favorability, polls the best against Biden, had two strong debate performances, and when people meet her, they like her, and so I think that'll give a lot of folks a reason to look at her, so I just think she'll see a large boost, but I also think DeSantis did himself well tonight, too. Last month, who did you pick? Haley. And today? Haley. And how come? Uh, every single time she went to the debate, she was realistic, she had the facts, and she was strong. She showed what a true leader does, and she takes control. And I like that about someone who's running for president. They are someone who um, can, exhibit, can exhibit a lot in themselves, and that's what she did. And last month, who did you pick? Vivek. And today? DeSantis. Okay. I thought that uh, DeSantis, um, because Vivek won the last debate, and I think that was the overall consensus, he was the target tonight. And so I think that took a lot of the personal attacks against, uh, away from DeSantis, and he was able to speak to the issues more than everybody else. So I thought that was important. And I think what's interesting about this group is of these 18 people, 16 of them are undecided. They don't know definitely who they'll caucus for come January. Two people have made decisions. This gentleman right here, who have you decided on? Doug Bergman. Okay, so you like Bergman. And you? Uh, Ron DeSantis, military veteran to Iraq. Okay, now what's interesting is none of you are ready yet to vote to caucus for Donald Trump, the former president of the United States. Something that was brought up quite a bit tonight by Christie, by DeSantis. Is Donald Trump disrespectful to Republican voters like you for not being part of these debates? What do you think? No. Yes. No and yet, how come? No. I just think that, you know, it's, it's his decision, it's a personal decision, and I think he feels like he, he 
has a lot of people that just know what he's about. He's been here several times. He's done several rallies. He's done lots of interviews. And so I think he probably feels like that kind of takes the place of him having to be on the debate stage. And I don't think he feels like he has a really good shot with what's happened in the past. Would you, would you like to hear him talk about the abortion issue, for example? It bothered me, the abortion issue that's come up. Yeah. That he wasn't here. Okay. What about you? I think it's disrespectful that he didn't come to um, try to earn Iowans' votes because so many people's votes are still up for grabs here in Iowa. And so not coming to um, try to earn that with the other candidates, I think, is a sign of disrespect. And I don't think he earned anyone's vote by not coming. All right, here's what I want to ask a show of hands now. Okay, I'm doing alphabetical order. Who you think did best during this debate? All of you. Bergen. One. Christy. Okay, so his toughness didn't appeal to anybody tonight. DeSantis. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Haley. One, two, three, four, five, six. Pence. Ramaswamy. One. Scott. All right, so it looks like DeSantis, the winner in this room. Who do you think this was a bad night for? Pence. 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 Why are you all saying Pence? I, I think he completely destroyed his credibility. He was directly questioned on his record during the Trump administration on, I forgot what issue specifically was brought up, but he had no defense that uh, they had campaigned on, again, I forget the issue specifically. Obamacare. And he, Obamacare. he didn't, Obamacare, yes. They didn't follow through with that. And instead of answering the question that was given him about why that wasn't followed through and will he do differently as president himself, he just went off about something completely irrelevant and never answered the question. A lot of you raised your hands about Pence. Who else raised their hand about Pence? Why do you think that? Well, I think that uh, he, you know, he comes across a little bit like uh, not very believable to me. He's, he's, he's rather pious sounding um, in his manner. And it makes it come across like, you know, I'm just a politician trying to get your vote and it doesn't seem as believable as he could. So the final question, do you think this was good for the party, this debate tonight? Yes. 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 Anyone have a problem with the debate, with the commotion? You. Well, it's not with the commotion, but I think the format doesn't allow the issues to be expounded on by each individual. Uh, the moderators had way too many subjects, and they had one or two people speaking on each subject. I think there are too many people in the debate, and I think that that needs to be ironed out. What a lot of these yeah. folks have told me today is they'd like to see microphones turned off at times. Is that correct? Yes. 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 Right. Thank you all for inviting us. And as you can see, in this room at least, here in the state of Iowa, a good night for DeSantis. Anderson. Gary, thanks so much. And thank everybody in the room uh, for us. Always fascinating to, to hear. Yeah. Uh, it is. And so you're listening to Iowa voters there. Uh, I'm looking one, two, three, four. I've been in touch with some of the voters we're working with in Iowa and New Hampshire. Uh, and you get the same impression there in terms of the people who were for Haley going in were for Haley coming out. Uh, you see the reaction there with Gary's group. Uh, DeSantis doing okay, uh, which is good for Haley and DeSantis. And it's better for Donald Trump. Um, because, you know, because you keep the two people. If, if, you're, if the potential breakout candidates are Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley? Is there a third? No one, you know, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy, maybe yes, after yeah. the first debate, maybe he did come up some. But if they're all just trading, you know, goes back and forth, and Trump stays at high 30s or 40s, and in some polls he's around 50 in these states. So the question is: There's another debate in I think it's 42 days or 41 days from now. Uh, number one, can anybody 
start to pull away into a, like a, a solo second place as opposed to a bunch. And then number two, you heard it from those voters there, A, how many qualify by the RNC rules, they're tougher for the third debate. And then B, do the donors and some other big people in the party start to say, look, sorry, you know, you three got to get out so that these four can stay in and, you know, fight yeah. Trump. I think the Pence's of the world, the Christie's, even the Tim Scott's, I mean, the reaction in that room yeah, to those names. Pretty brutal. Yeah. Were, yeah. It was brutal. And they're not doing what they said they set out to do by being in the race. It really raises the question, what is the rationale going forward? And I think the voters in the Republican primary have been saying through the polls for a pretty long time, the folks in the sing low single digits, it, it's not, you're not seeing a whole lot of movement there. And yet they stay in the race for whatever their personal rationales are. And it's not really changing. You're seeing movement higher up, five and above, in the, in the low teens. That's where all the action is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for whatever yeah, that's yeah, worth, that may not where, where was all Obama goes? 100 days out in Iowa? I mean, Trump has a lead way bigger than Hillary Clinton in the ever 20s? had. Trump has the biggest lead yeah, he was ever. In, the 20s. He was in, the 20s. in fact, there was an ABC yeah. poll in late August uh, that had him in the lead. Uh, he wasn't, but, but, uh, but they, he was already. He was on the way. Right. He was on the way up. But I, I would just say one thing: Christie's not running in Iowa, and you wouldn't expect him to do well with this group. He, he's putting his chips in New Hampshire. The latest New Hampshire polls show a bunch uh, in second yeah. place with DeSantis, like 10, 11, uh, with uh, Haley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christie and DeSantis. But the, the interesting thing about that, and I honestly think this, you know, I think Donald Trump is in a very good position and it's going to take a lot to dislodge him. The one thing that's interesting about Haley is she's competing in both Iowa and New Hampshire. She's actually well positioned in New Hampshire to, to, to do well, maybe not to beat uh, Trump, but she's moving up there. If she were to do well in Iowa, even if she doesn't win Iowa, you know, and I, I remember, and you, you're, well, you, right. this may even predate you, John, but in 1984, yeah. Gary Hart got 16% right. of the vote in, New, in, in Iowa. Uh, Walter Mondale, who was the runaway frontrunner, the former vice president, got 49. And Hart won New Hampshire. He catapulted out of there. He had finished second. He won New Hampshire, and then it became a race. Now, Mondale ultimately won. I'm not predicting that's going to happen, but Haley... Uh, you know, there's a lot of interest in her. I think there'll continue to be a lot of interest in her after this and debate. she's also well-positioned, obviously, in South Carolina. Yeah, her she's got the state, longest longevity. Is, yeah, she, yeah. she's, she's well-positioned in all those first three states, and I think that's why you saw her go after Tim Scott. She's trying to lay some groundwork here.